Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from hot and steamy New York City. Uh, once again, I am out of the Drunk Gossip Studios because it's just too darn hard, hot to be inside right now. Um, so I am actually in Central Park. Now, I probably should be inside because I hate, hate, hate the heat. Um, but I figured, you know, shirtless men running around and all that jazz would kind of keep me... Maybe not cool, but satisfied in a weird sort of way. <laughs> Today I am drinking wine coolers from the local wine store. And by local, I mean it's literally two feet away. So after I finished work, I ran over there and I got some wine coolers. And that, it's just, they're ice cold and they're perfect for today. Um... Let's talk about Heather Locklear. Um, we all know that she's been struggling um, with some uh, mental health issues recently. Um, she allegedly beat up her boyfriend. Um, uh, she attacked a cop uh, when he tried to arrest her. And now, I, I wish I could tell you that the news was going to get better, but it's not. Sadly... She has also now um, threatened to kill herself. Um, she's in the hospital. Um, I believe she's under a 5150 hold, which basically says um, you're a threat to yourself or someone else. And, um, and, not, and it's not just you're a threat, like, because that could be very um, su um, subjective. But they found that it was a very, very credible threat. So, um, apparently her family called 911 after she said that she wanted to shoot herself, um, although she did not have access to a gun. So, I don't know if this is just them being preemptive and trying to get her help and, you know, maybe get her cleaned out a little, or if there's, um... Maybe something else that they're hoping to accomplish. Um, whatever it is, like, I love Heather Locklear. She was Amanda Woodward, um, bitch goddess of all bitch goddesses. I mean, I think that's, that, even if she never did another thing in her life, which she did, I mean, she was, um, TJ Hooker, she did, um, Dynasty, um, she also did Spin City, um, she had a failed, um, I don't remember if the pilot was failed or if, um, the show just didn't do very well, um, she was also on Hot in Cleveland, and, um, she was on one of those Tyler Perry shows, I believe, um, I don't remember what it was called, though. But she was a first lady and whatever. So she she's had a very storied career. Um, I'm kind of hoping that she she pulls out of this and someone rehires her, like gives her another chance. She's probably one of the best TV actresses around. 
and you know with the with the spat of suicides we had um Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade um it really worries me that someone I have admired for so long could potentially go down that same same route um you know that's just and I mean I, it could happen to anyone it could happen at any time for any reason suicide is not one of those things where you just say oh this person is mentally ill so they're they're clearly going to do it um but it is something that should be looked at and we do need to do better in terms of um trying to help uh, first of all just try to help our fellow citizens um or not citizens our our fellow humans um but more importantly i think we also need to um really just work on the mental illness issue that is so prevalent in this country i'll be right back okay i am back and let's talk about john cena and nikki bella there are some things i really wish that the joke that you can't see john cena i I wish that were true because i mean the man is ripped and gorgeous and just a hunk of all sorts of um attributes however this whole um break up the engagement storyline seems like it was made for their tv reality show and i'm not just saying that because i hate reality shows but make no mistake i do um but it's the whole will they won't they it's like ross and rachel except less funny and interesting I should say less funny and less interesting. That's what I mean, because... Ouch. I mean... Maybe if you're invested in wrestling, and particularly these two, maybe it it means something to you. And if it does, I apologize. But it means nothing to me. John Cena has a nice body. He has a nice butt. But he can't act his way out of a paper bag. Nikki Bella, I don't know anything about her other than she's a wrestler and has... um, one of those true diva wrestling reality shows. Um, but so apparently John Cena had a vasectomy because he never wanted to have kids, which is fine. That is a valid life choice for both men and for women. And anyone who says that it's not clearly is not paying attention to what is going on in the world today. Not everyone wants to have kids. Not everyone is built for that. I know I'm not. I love kids. I love my nephew. Um, but I just don't have that desire to be a father. And, you know, I was dating a guy who did want to have kids... He wanted to have kids so much, in fact, that he started talking about it way too soon into our dating, and it had to end, because there were, I already knew where I stood on the kids, and I, 
I've not changed my mind, even though people told me all through the years that I was going to change my mind. You know, I was eight years old when I first said it. And both my parents said, oh, you know, you're going to change your mind. I said that they get in at 16, they're like, oh, you just haven't met the right girl yet. Little did they know. Um, After I came out, I said, I don't want kids. And they said, and they continue to say, well, you know, you'll meet the right man. And it, it, this has just been going on and on and on. And the, the fact is, I don't want kids. And I don't think anyone should have kids just to make someone else happy. And just so you know, my best friend is listening to this. And he's going to use those words against me. And they are recorded forever and ever and ever. And that really cheeses me off. Because him and his husband need to have kids so I have more nieces and nephews to spoil. So there's that. Um, um, but so in the in the latest um, episode of the of John Cena and Nikki um, Bella's reality show, they they actually address the issue head on, and he says, "I want to make you happy. I love you. I love you so hard." Which I don't know what that means. It sounds sort of pornographic. But I'm thinking it was supposed to be sweet. Someone needs to clear that up for me because I really don't know how to take that. Um, but, and he says, you know, if you want to be a mom, I'll, I'll put a baby in you. And Nikki Bella was like, well, that all sounds very wonderful, but you had a vasectomy. And so he promised that he would have it undone and whatever. And here's the thing. This is how deadbeat fathers are made. You know, with John Cena, he probably won't be a deadbeat father because um, he's a celebrity and is very, very conscious of his um, reputation. But you can't force someone to have kids. That's what I just keep coming back to. Forcing someone to have kids is not going to work out in your favor. It's not going to make them want to be with you. It's not going to save the relationship. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. And we're going to talk some more about Me Too a little. Um, one of the stars of Pretty Little Liars, Lucy Hale, um, is coming forward with her own story, sort of. Um, she She hasn't named names or anything like that, but she... She has finally um, started telling a little bit more about her story. I'll get to that part in a second. Um, she She's come forward and said that she has been sexually assaulted. Um, she says... Um, she It's almost like she's trying to quantify it by saying not that bad, but assault is assault. And here's my thing. Like, honey, you can't... Assault is assault. It doesn't matter if... Uh, it doesn't matter how the assault occurred or what the assault was. Assault is assault. And, um, being sexually, um, I don't know how to end that sentence. Is someone forcing sex or trying to use sex as a weapon to undermine your power and undermine your position in anything, it, it's not Okay. Um, so she's, she's definitely hinted at it before in a Facebook post that she deleted. 
um, she's, she basically said that, um, she'd never understood before, but now she does, and here, hold on, I will pull up the actual, here, um, here's what she actually wrote. I never understood sexual assault until tonight. I always sympathized, but I never felt the pain of it until right now. My dignity and pride was broken. I am completely at a loss of words. I feel for anyone who has felt this pain that I feel right now, but I promise I will not let a moment go by that I don't try to make a difference. Now, uh, there's there was a um, blind item in, which was revealed to be Lucy Hill um, probably about a month or so ago about a night out out of the country and she ended up having to pick up a tab a $20,000 tab because apparently she told the bartender when she got there that the drinks were on her I don't know if if these two incidents are connected or not um you know and it is a very dangerous game to play oh you know this is definitely something that happened and it's definitely something that um you know occurred at at, at the same time but I would say in almost all of the cases that I've read about alcohol did play some part whether the um the victim or survivor however you want to say it was given alcohol by the perpetrator or if the um if the person the perpetrator um just acted well the um survivor or victim or whatever you want to whatever terminology you want to use um was already inebriated now it has led to a talk about what validates consent? And can a drunk person consent? Um, one of my friends was very adamant that a drunk person cannot consent. Um, this is really honestly the first time I've ever thought about what it means and like how it works and all that. Because, you know, I've been drunk. I, I've hooked up with guys when I've been just stupid drunk. But I've never felt like, oh, they took advantage of me. It was, oh, okay, yeah, that that's a thing that happened. I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe it's just my mindset. Maybe... Maybe I should have been more, um... Aware of it. Um, I don't know. You know, it seems like the dating rules have changed... Which, drunk dating should be my next blog slash podcast because, let me tell you, I'm learning all these new terminologies. Ghosted, which I think everyone knows by now. Zombied. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's like someone has decided to take all the terminology for horror movies and apply it to dating, which is very apt. Um, as far as Lucy Hale goes, I really hope she's okay and she has a support system she needs to get through this um this difficult time i'll be right back i'm back and once again we're going to talk about pete davidson and ariana grande because why not um 
I've spent more time talking about them than they spent in their actual relationship. I just need that to sink in for a second. They've been together for like two minutes now. And they're, they already have matching tattoos of one another. They've already um, gotten engaged. And now, for the love, for the love of Brittany, they're moving in together. Now, some people are going to tell me, oh, you know, you move fast too. Yes, but not this fast. Even I have my limits. You know, as I said in the previous segment, you know, a guy I was dating wanted kids and started talking about it and talking about getting married. And I was just like, ooh, yeah, look at that. It's time for us to break up. Um, you know, it, it, another guy I dated was the complete opposite of Mr. Fast. We'll call him Mr. Slow. He's also known as he who does not exist and or stalker, depending on who I'm speaking with. Um, but, um, so Mr. Slow made a comment to me, which kind of should have set off my bat signals, but you know, crazy in love. Well, not love, but lust, maybe, I guess. Um, he had said that five years isn't really that long of a time, and he expected his boyfriend, even if the boyfriend was living with him, to maintain a separate residence in case he needed time away. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, seriously, what the fuck? Um, Getting out of that relationship, that relationship ending was probably the best thing that's happened to me in a very long time. Um, So, but with Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, it's like, I don't know, someone had mentioned, um, and maybe it was Mandy, that perhaps the big problem here is because Pete has a mental illness that is um he has borderline personality disorder so maybe people are afraid to tell him no in case it causes a meltdown and and that very well may be and Ariana Grande um went through a really horrific um a really horrific incident with the um Manchester bombing But here's the thing, like, somebody needs to sit these two down and say, living together fine, I mean, living together after being together for five minutes, maybe not so great, but fine, you want to live together, we get it, you're you're madly in love or lust or whatever. Cool, do you. But don't get married, don't get engaged, that's just, that's just asking for problems. And, and frankly, maybe that's what they want. Maybe they're they're hoping that when this all explodes, um, that the tabloids will just continue to talk about them and analyze what went wrong in their relationship. Here's what went wrong. There's no analysis needed. You done goofed up and got engaged two minutes after you, he asked you out to dinner. Okay? There. Problem solved. Now, you know, I probably just put a bunch of relationship therapists and couples counselors out of business, but that's okay. 
Because I have enough relationship drama that they can just analyze my stuff. You know, put me on the cover of Us, Us Weekly or People or one of those other tabloids. And which, why, why are none of the tabloids calling them out? Even the National Enquirer is all about this goofy, grinning, weird relationship. I feel like I'm an island, which isn't true because Delisted is doing a great job of poking fun at them. Um, and Crazy Days and Nights is sort of, um, they're, they're not necessarily poking fun at them. But they're, they're definitely kind of, like, digging in and saying, okay, you know, P. Davidson is drinking, he's doing drugs. I don't know if any of this is true. These are all blind items. But um, the way NC has been writing his blinds, it's basically a, a, a new source now. Like, he doesn't name names, but it's like, this, this A-minus list TV comic actor from a long-running hit show... And his A-list diva girlfriend who sings Bang Bang. That's that's not exactly how he writes the blinds, but it's close enough and you get the point. And I need to open me up another bo- uh, wine cooler, so I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. And I know we made it through Coughless so far, so yay. But we're not going to make it through Roseanne-less. I know it seemed like we were going to, but... Um, there's a couple things I just wanted to talk about in terms of Roseanne. Um, the first being um, that the spinoff is actually um, very close to happening. Uh, at this point, right now, all their, um, the negotiations have gone beyond um, just will they, will they or won't they pick him up, and it's now it's just that's just a formality now they're waiting on Roseanne Barr to sign off on any um, rights that she would have to the spinoff that would be creatively and or financially Um, what the spinoff is going to look like is it hasn't yet been determined Um, right now the two the two hot titles that they're debating is Darlene and the Connors um, and the Connors is the more likely of the two scenarios because it's an ensemble and it's, they still wanted to have that family feeling. Um, so I'm expecting, because Roseanne has been very conciliatory and very apologetic and said that she wants to make it right for those that lost their jobs because of her. So, um, with that being said, um, all she has to do is sign this paper. Um, it is, it is widely expected that she will get a one-time, um, payment from Carsey Werner. And that's a very, that's a a very important distinction because, um, when ABC, ABC will say she did not receive any payment from them. That does not mean she didn't receive any payment. It just means that she did not receive payment from um, Disney or ABC. But Carsey Warner will probably have to pay her something. So, there's that. Um, 
And I just want to talk a little bit about why Roseanne supporters are getting on my nerves. It's not because I disagree with them, because that's fine. You know, we all have our disagreements. We all have our our stuff. But it seems like they're going after shows that are irrelevant to, um, to Roseanne. So, um, the biggest one that, and it, this is almost every single Roseanne supporter, well, you know, Roseanne got fired for saying this, why hasn't the view, you know, why hasn't Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg, whomever been fired, why hasn't the view been canceled? The view is not centered around one person. And I mean, the argument could be that Roseanne isn't either, but Roseanne was the face of the show. If you want to argue that someone is the face of the show, maybe you could make a case for Whoopi. Maybe you could make a case for um, Joy. But the truth is, um, that is a the View is a ensemble talk show. But more importantly than any of that, they're under two different divisions. Roseanne was under ABC Entertainment. And the view is under ABC News. Now, why is this, why is this distinction important? ABC Entertainment, I, the, the whole company is owned by Disney, but ABC Entertainment, um, they don't want you to. Um, when you're watching their shows, they don't want you to see controversy, unless that's the point of the show, um, and, which Roseanne is no stranger to, the show or the star. Um, she was, uh, Roseanne featured, I believe, the first same-sex kiss in primetime. Um, so, there's that. The View's whole job is to start conversation. The more conversations that are started, the better their ratings. Same thing with Samantha B. Um, again, this one is twofold against Roseanne. First of all, Samantha B does not work for Disney, or ABC. She works for TBS and Turner. And the more that people are talking about her, the higher her ratings are. And I'm just going to add a third one in here. And that's Samantha B. when she said the C word was um, that episode went through all the editors and went through the censors it went through everything, and it was approved. So, while she should not have said it, and she has since apologized, they're not going to cancel her show for for her for their mistake. So let's just be real about that. And I just the the the, the hypocrisy of Trump supporters pisses me off because. You all used, almost every single Trump supporter used, and and please don't say not me because I will go through Facebook and I will pull them up where Hillary was called the C-word, or you agreed when someone called Hillary the C-word. So for you to now act like that's a horrible word because it was used against Trump's daughter, no, that is not okay. It is not okay. The hypocrisy needs to stop. And that's going to do it for me today. I'm lifting my bottle of 
wine cooler to you and i'm gonna say cheers have a good good night